6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. If you're looking to get away but don't want to go far, this may be just for you. A local man has come up with an outdoor glamping experience less than an hour away from the city. And it came, came up with it after facing some tough times during the pandemic. Urban River Adventures has set up domes and tents along the islands of the North Saskatchewan River and is offering you a pretty cool experience when you get there. Steve Cap is the man behind it all. He joins us now. Hey, Steve, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Tell us about Urban River Adventures. What happened to lead to all of this? How did you come up with the idea? So I had to get a little creative when uh, COVID came along and shut down my event business. And um, I had always um, loved these River Valley islands that I saw while I was paddling down the River Valley and always thought that we should get people out there to experience them. And um, when COVID came along and shut down my event business, I got creative and, and put together this idea to get people out there doing glamping. You know, it's easy to do. You can just come straight from the city and go out there and spend the night with minimal stuff. We, we, we have all the equipment for you. And, um, you know, get people experiencing these natural resources that we have uh, in our own backyard. So, Steve, give us an idea of what you're offering. I love it because there's glamping, there's some dome tents, there's some tree tents as well tell us about uh, what's being offered up yeah so we have uh, geodomes which are um you know dome accommodation i guess they're they're pretty unique and people are really loving them uh they're very spacious and they have a queen size bed in them some of them have big bean bags as well and table and chairs and um then on on the outside there's also nice lounge chairs to sit around the, the stove or the fire and uh, enjoy the outdoors We've also got tents, the canvas-style tents, um, also queen-size beds, also uh, have some cushions in them to sit on as well. And then again, same thing on the outside. They've got uh, lounge chairs to sit around the, the fire. And then um, we've got tree tents, which are pretty unique. They're like hammock-style tents that hang in the trees, and um, they sleep up to three people. And uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a unique experience sleeping above the ground. They look really, really cool. What kind of approvals did you have to get to do this? Because I'm sure that there was a lot of I's to dot and T's to cross. Yeah, well, when I spoke with the Alberta government about it, I was uh, pleasantly uh, surprised to find out that islands are crown land and uh, they can be used for um, you know, commercial purposes or recreational purposes. And what I needed to get was a temporary field authorization. And, um, you know, I think typically they're, they're used to, you know, big oil companies or construction companies coming in and, and doing damage to the land. And so with me doing ecotourism and bringing people out there to enjoy the land, um, you know, I think they were pretty excited about it, or the, at least the, the woman I was dealing with was. And so it, it was, um, you know, a very uh, smooth experience and it worked very well. So you're working on the whole uh, leave no trace uh, principle of doing business on these islands. You touched on it, you know, maybe oil companies coming in and doing more damage. And, and that is not uh, what you're after at all and uh, really striving to make sure it doesn't happen. So what rules are in place for when folks go to these islands, when they do go camping at one of these places? So we do all sorts of things to protect the land. We make sure that people aren't removing anything from the land. You know, if you find something there, leave it for somebody else to experience and find, right? Um, we always make sure to tell people that. Uh, we make sure to remove all waste, human waste, um, 
any sort of cans, bottles, every waste is all waste is removed daily. And then um, also fires, we're very mindful of fires. We have a few fire pits that we keep fires off the ground. Um, we don't want ground fires starting. We don't want tree fires starting. So we're very mindful of where people have their fires. And we get the majority of people to cook their food in, in uh, wood-burning stoves. And so we're just trying to be very mindful of the wildlife and everything out there. We had a, a mother goose out there sitting on her eggs. And we roped off the area and made sure nobody disturbed that area. Uh, there's a beaver colony out there. We try to be very mindful of them as well. And we try to really work in harmony with the land. Are, are you working with the Indigenous community at all with this proposal? Or with this, with this yes, with project? Um, yes, absolutely. I brought on an Indigenous partner. He is a, a longtime friend of mine who um, I didn't know that he was involved with events. And I didn't know he was so passionate about camping <laughs> until I started this. And he saw what I was doing. And he called me up and he's like, Steve, wow, like this is great. Um, I'd love to be involved. And, um, you know, I also um, chatted with him about his heritage. And he, he's um, Métis and he has a lot of heritage in this area. A lot of his family, his mother's an elder. And, um, you know, they're very connected with the Indigenous community. And uh, he's brought out a teepee out there. We had the land blessed and, and a little ceremony done. And... Um, yeah, we're going to continue to bring out Indigenous education and uh, do Indigenous activities. How do people get to the island? So um, it's fully, it's a real island. There's no land accessibility, so we have to use a boat. And I purchased a jet boat in, I believe, April. <laughs> and um, we had to do a little bit of modification to it and do some um, marketing, put some marketing materials on it in the form of a wrap. And uh, we transport people by jet boat uh, to and from the island. We also transport all our gear and all our food and all the laundry and everything to and from the, the islands by jet boat. So it's, um, you know, it's a hardworking boat. Yeah, without a doubt. Before I let you go, Steve, I know that uh, the response to this has been uh, pretty overwhelming so far. It's been pretty popular. I think that people really love the idea of, of getting away from it and not having to go too far. And I think you've really been able to capture that. What are the plans for the future? What happens come October, November when it gets cold? So we do have interest in winter glamping, and it is definitely possible. Our domes are insulated, and there are um, holes for wood stoves. Um, it is a possibility. We haven't secured any of that yet, but um, that's possible. If not, you know, we're going to pack things up, and we're going to make sure that, uh, well, of course, we leave no trace, and we can set it up next year and um, continue to build on this. Well, best of luck, Steve. I know I was on the website recently, and uh, it looks absolutely fantastic. I'm going to tell people to Google Urban River Adventures. Check it out for themselves. Uh, again, best of luck, and thanks for this. Thank you so much. Yeah, we just um, opened up some limited spacing for 2022, so people can look at that on the website and book their dates. If they have anything special, anniversaries, weddings, um, you know, birthdays, anything like that, uh, so definitely check that out at ura-yeg.ca. Thanks, Steve.